Brandon Lewis here with the TenCon Big 7 Weekend Update, and we have got some fine stories for you. I'm coming to you live from an undisclosed location, and you will now uh, begin to learn the biggest news stories that matter to conservatives all across the three grand divisions. Please do leave in the comment section where you're watching this from. If you are from Franklin, Tennessee, Humboldt, uh, or if you are from uh, Davy Crockett, I don't know if that's a if that's a city in Tennessee, but if it's not, it should be. Uh, welcome to the show, and I hope that you have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend plan. Thank you to all of our veterans, uh, and uh, thank you for all of those who have served our country. Uh, we owe you a huge debt of gratitude. Unlike last time, I couldn't actually see the comments section because something was messed up with the display, but now I can. So if you would type in the comments section that you can hear me loud and clear, it would always make me feel more comfortable that we're actually live. So before we get into these big seven stories, I do want to remind you, you need to get your tickets to the Tennessee Freedom Summit. Jason is putting the uh, link to that event in the comments section right now, so you can click on that puppy. And we're going to have a great gathering. I actually have two more uh, speakers to add. I've not done that to the website, but we're going to do that over the weekend. Uh, really fantastic uh, content. If you want to know what's actually happening in Tennessee, news that you'll never get uh, from the broadsheets. Uh, this is going to be kind of politi uh, political insider conversations for conservatives and patriots only. Loud and clear, Jason says, from Clark Range, Tennessee. He's just posted the event details. Now listen, it's a whopping $147. You could have a bake sale, a yard sale. You could mug some unsuspecting person walking through a dark alley, perhaps dig uh, through your, your dryer and your couch cushions and probably find enough to come to this event. And we're going to put on a good spread. We're going to uh, meet up the night before at the Bold Patriot Brewing for some socializing. I love to socialize. I'd like to meet uh, my subscribers in person. I'd like to meet you in person. Shake your hand. Uh, look at you. I'll make sure. I'll, I'll even put in a breath mint. That's how committed I am to making sure that this is the best conservative event you've ever attended. Uh, and then we're going to go on to the Hilton Garden Inn downtown, and we've just got a bevy of speakers. We're going to be talking about everything from illegal immigration to school choice. We're going to be speaking about uh, nullification. Uh, we're going to have some folks come in that, that really understand how to get engaged as a Christian politically, both at the church level and as an individual. So uh, it's going to be a good time. TennesseeFreedomSummit.com enough of the blathering. We're going to move right into the stories, and please do leave what you think about these stories, and tell me where you're listening from. I'll read it because I can see the comment section. First big story, Tennessee incumbents use taxpayer dollars for self-promotion during the election year. Now, this is such a big story, mainly for one reason. This is what they call franking. Franking is where they take your taxpayer dollars and they send out communication during an election year, close to an election, and it's basically like using taxpayer money to campaign. Now, they recently passed this transparency bill at the leadership level, right? McNally, Sexton, uh, Farrell Hale, who is, anytime you see him carrying legislation, you know it's bad, banning conservative groups from showing the face or mentioning the names if they spent more than $5,000. Well, what we're about to read here is that we've got folks in the legislature that are doing exactly that, and guess what? 
There's no transparency for it, none at all. We had to do a Freedom of Information Act and or uh, open records request to get this information. They were very forthcoming with it. But uh, when you try to limit conservative grassroots groups from telling people about your record and then simultaneously take taxpayer money to campaign, it just looks bad. It's a bad look. Let's get into it. All members of the General Assembly are provided with taxpayer-funded postage and printing account, which can be used for constituent communications, which is fine. Somebody mails you a letter, asks you a question about an issue, I think you should be able to mail them back. I think there's time that's appropriate to do this. But all such communications must get approval uh, of the respective speaker, of the speaker's designee, and of the Office of Legislative Administrative uh, or Administration rather, prior to distribution. Candidates are prohibited from using state funds, taxpayer dollars, to send out campaign materials. However, some legislators have sent out mailers since the end of this year's legislative session that are solely focused on self-promotion with the purpose of highlighting each legislator's accomplishments, essentially working as a campaign pieces by Tennessee taxpayers. Senator Jack Johnson, Tennessee Republican leader and member of the Senate Ethics Committee, among others, sent out a mailer to constituents in Williamson County focused solely on highlighting his accomplice during the last legislative session. His mailer cost the taxpayer $6,000. Now, he's not having to disclose this stuff like the nonprofits. I don't see why not. This looks like a, I mean, and this one in particular from Jack is just a campaign mailer. It says paid for by taxpayer expense, but Mr. Johnson, this is just a campaign mailer. Pretty rough. Representative Mark Hall has done the same with a recent mailer focused on self-promotion, costing the taxpayers $4,281. It was just a self-promotion self mailer. This thing from Mark Hall is just self-promotion exclusively. The mailer with a bit of self-promotion and a constituent survey from Senator Brian Kelsey hit the taxpayers with a bill of $13,259. You just paid $13,259 to send out Senator Brian Kelsey's campaign mail. We've got transparency for everybody, apparently, but the people who write bills about transparency. And then a less blatant example, Mark Pody, who's a very conservative, uh, very conservative uh, uh, senator, voted against the transparent, the really what I call the incumbent protection bill. He voted against it. Uh, very conservative, but you know, he, it's it's primarily, almost exclusively, a constituent survey is all it is. You tear it off, to send it back, but it's nine thousand three hundred twenty-one dollars. On the survey we conducted, we asked our subscribers, that's you. Do you think Tennessee taxpayers should foot the bill for incumbent candidates, self-promotional mailers, and related materials? 100% of respondents voted no. It's the first time all respondents voted in a particular way on any of our surveys. House Bill 1201 and Senate Bill uh, 1005, the incumbent protection bill, supposedly was created to create transparency in campaign finance for the benefit of Tennessee voters and taxpayers. However, the legislation does not address the usage of state funds, taxpayer dollars, for the self-promotion of incumbents during an election year. And this is the kind of stuff that just makes you go, it's just blatant hypocrisy. I don't like it. Maybe you do. Tell me what you think about it in the comments section. Next story. Moving right along. Quick as we can be. Next story. Lee's Tone Deaf Health Department gets backlash for pushing kids' vaccines. Once again, under Governor Bill Lee's leadership, the Tennessee Department of Health appears tone-deaf in their messaging to the state's parents. 
In the Facebook post last week, the department offered up the following statement. CDC recommends that all children 5 through 11 receive a booster vaccine five months after completing their primary series. Immunocompromised children 5 to 11 should receive boosters three months after their primary series. You can see the link to the article in here. One parent quickly retorted, and parents everywhere recommend that the government stop telling us how to vaccinate our kids. Amen. I'm with them. Last summer, the Tennessee Department of Health was reprimanded by state lawmakers for marketing the COVID-19 vaccine toward minors and advocating for vaccinating children without parental consent, which they did. Senator Kerry Roberts said to anyone who is bullying, bribing, shaming, coercing, or conjoling an individual into taking this, I strongly urge you to consult your legal counsel for potential violations of federal law. It's not appropriate for the state employees to use their authority to coerce a student into receiving it. There's very little positive feedback in Friday's post parroting CDC's recommendation for children. Basically, every time they put a message out about this garbage, it's all negative. It's all negative. You think after a while, these commies that we have in the Tennessee Health Department that were so awesome to rob us of our liberties, and we had Lee and the legislature go along with it for like about a year and a half. One post said, what other industry can you think of that gets free push promotion and advertising from taxpayer-funded agencies while also being completely absolved from liability for injuries and deaths caused by their products by the said industry? Well, i tell you why, whoever wrote this comment, if you're watching. If you go up to Nashville and you hire yourself a bevy of lobbyists and they go up there and whisper in, in the ear of the king like what happened in Lord of the Rings, if they whisper long enough into these legislators' ears and if enough pack checks are cut so they don't have to worry about raising money back in their districts, that's how you get the state promoting a product made by an industry. You just got to spend enough money and pack money up in, in uh up in the Capitol, and you got to hire yourself some lobbyists. So if you've got something you want to push on the public in Tennessee, I recommend that you do that. It's the strategy that works. Next story. Tennessee Christian College criticized for promoting traditional Christian values. Imagine a Christian college that would promote, I know this is crazy, that would promote what the Bible says. I know. It is just amazing. Lee University where my wife graduated, by the way. A private Christian college located in Cleveland, Tennessee, is facing criticism from the gay community over a proposal for new policies that promote and require students to adhere to certain traditional Christian values while on the campus grounds and in their personal lives. If you're a Christian, there's this thing. It's an instruction manual. It's called the Bible. You try to do your best to live it out. Now, I, I'm no legalistic Pharisee. I've, I've got... I've got a log in my eye. I try not to go around looking for personal specs. Everybody has sinned and fallen short of the of glory of God. No one is perfect. No, not one. And so, but if, if you're going to build a university on these things, you you need to, you know, make sure that you that you uh, abide. Should the new policy go into effect, and I hope it does, students at the university will be prohibited from dressing in, their, in a way that differs from their biological sex and will be addressed by the pronouns associated with their biological sex. Of course, they should be. The new proposed policy also states that heterosexual sex outside of marriage is prohibited as are public displays of affection in same-sex relationships. In response, the gay community is publicly decrying the policies as discriminatory, claiming they will have a devastating effect on the school's gay students. The Affirming Alumni Collective, a Cleveland, Tennessee-based organization for the L 
for the gay community. I'm going to quit saying all the, this is too hard to say. The gay community and allies decried the new proposed policy and states that it is a violation of Title uh, IX, a civil rights law protecting students from discrimination on the basis of sex and gender. Some highlights from the proposed statement on beliefs concerning human sexuality and gender from Lee's uh, University says, as a Christ-centered institution, under the auspices of the Church of God denomination, Lee University's beliefs concerning human sexuality and gender arise from the context and the commitments seen as timeless truths written in God's Word, the Bible. In alignment with the Word of God, Lee University acknowledges that God created humans as male and female in His image. Genesis declares biological and uh, physiological distinctions between the two sexes are integral to God's created order for humanity. So, Whenever I see stuff like this, my general thing is this. I would rather take the eternal word of God's direction on something like this than the last 20 years madness, maybe last 30 years madness. I know all of human history has essentially said, you know, the best thing is the nuclear family for kids, for society. And in the last 30 years, we've said, oh, no, no, we don't need any of that. And you look at the communities and you look at the institutions and you look at the lives of individuals who don't follow that follow that narrow way and things don't turn out well. So Michelle says, go to state school if you don't support religion. Sad to say, they take your money to do it, uh, Michelle says, but that is the truth. Leave your comments section about what you're thinking here. Guys, help me out here at the Tennessee Conservative News if you appreciate what we do and you'd like to support our work, please do go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support. I guarantee you I'm making negative dollars doing this. If you ever wanted to uh, get into a career that takes a lot of work and money yet pays you nothing, this is the one to get into. We're recruiting people now. I'm sure there's a line outside of our publishing studio. And a lot of you do mail us checks. We get checks like two or three, sometimes four or five a week. And you can send it to Tennessee Conservative, 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. You can see if you hit that red support button, uh, you can give. And if you maybe check the monthly box down at the bottom, it could be a small donation. It really helps us. And when you give, you will get two bumper stickers. One of them is the Don't California, my Tennessee bumper sticker. We don't need that liberal BS here. And... A proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker. Now, you can take one of these and put it on your car, and you can take the other one and put it on your liberal uh, neighbor's or relative's home. I'm sure they will love that. And you get this directory of state senators and reps so that you can call them when they are not uh, following their oath of office, which is quite often, quite often. And if you get $50 or more, you will get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Now, if you were to take this thing out for you on Memorial Day, and if you're on a boat and you've got your favorite beverage in here, you know, for me right now, it's gin and ginger ale. You've got this thing full of gin and ginger ale. You're having a good time. You fall into the water. If you press a button, very small button on the bottom of here, this turns into a massive flotation device that will encapsulate you and protect you and your family from all harm. It is a flotation device. It is uh, sanctioned by, you know, whoever sanctions these things, uh, these uh Statements have not been approved by our editorial staff or anyone else, and they may be untrue. But do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and help us out. We would appreciate it. Next story. Moving right along. State Farm cancels 
gay children's book program in response to outrage. What? Why would you not want your insurance company to try to indoctrinate your children with gender confusion in a way that is against your beliefs and is unhelpful to the child in any way? Can't believe there'd be any backlash over that. A Tennessee conservative reader who contacted her State Farm agent of more than 10 years to cancel her policy due to the Gender Cool Project partnered was pleasantly surprised when the State Farm uh, agent responded quickly to her concerns. And this is one of our subscribers, by the way. She said, just wanted to share as a reminder to conservative readers for speaking up and taking action. It works. And thank you for encouraging our voices to be heard. Well, thank you very much. In an email that she received from her agent, she was assured that the company had heard their customers and their agents uh, uh, working swiftly to, to stop this. The agent said a low-level employee out of Florida got the company involved in this mess. That's my word, not, not, not his. Uh, without using the proper channels, State Farm said in a statement on their website on May 23rd, which I'm sure this is just a bunch of mealy-mouthed groveling. I'll read it anyway. We support organizations that provide resources for parents who have conversations about gender and identity with their children at home. The folks that want to confuse the hell out of their children and lead them into counseling. Your, your kid's either a boy or a girl. And if you're trying to confuse them about anything else, to me, that's child abuse. We do not support required curriculum in schools on this topic. I bet you would if it sold some insurance. As a result, we have made the decision, and we will no longer be with, affiliated with the gender cool. No, you made a decision because you thought it cost you some money. That's what you did, State Farm. We will continue to explore how we can support our associates as well as organizations that align with our commitment to diversity and inclusion, including the gay community. If I had a State Farm policy, which I do not, uh, I have a farmer's policy right now, I would cancel it. That's just me. The only reason they did this is because they got bad press. In their heart, they, they'd, they'd push this stuff on everybody if they think they could get away with it. Next story. Lee says no timeline set for school uh, choice voucher initiative, which is kind of sad. You got kids stuck in failing schools, and you say, oh, there's no timeline to get these kids out of the failing schools. Just whenever. How about today, Governor Lee? That'd be a great timeline. I mean, if, if a kid's stuck in a well, and, and like the Supreme Court said, you could pull them out of a well, keep them from drowning, would you say, oh, no timeline. Just whenever. Enjoy the well. After receiving the news that the Tennessee Supreme Court ruled in his favor, Governor Bill Lee says he does not have a set timeline for the initial start of his long-awaited school voucher program. Even with the High Court's recent decision, Lee says there are still legal decisions yet to be made and a lot of steps have to come to fruition before they can put the voucher program into full effect. You know what this reminds me of? You remember when the Republicans jumped up and down about Obamacare over and over again, jumped up and down about Obamacare, how bad Obamacare is, how evil Obamacare is. Oh, we got to get rid of Obamacare, got to get rid of it. And then they come into the majority. You got Trump. You got the, we control the Senate, we control the House. It's not like, it's not like you didn't know the opportunity might not ever arise. And then to say, oh, we don't even have a plan on what to do. We never developed a plan on what to do with health care. Republicans have no plan on health care. That's basically what that turned into. Amazing. Terrible. To, to get an opportunity like this and waste it. Well, here you've got Governor Lee. It's almost like the same thing. This thing's been sitting at the Supreme Court for, I don't know, two years now? At least, I think, maybe longer. 
I might have my, num- my, my numbers off by a month or two. But you knew that this thing was going to either go up or down. I mean, you should have some kind of plan if the thing had been yes. If it's yes, don't we have a plan to get these kids out of these failing schools? Probably not. This is probably one of those things, like he made nine, he made 10 big campaign promises when he ran. He's kept one of them, and that's establishing some kind of like perfunctory religious department at the state government. That's it. Everything else, he, he completely ran away on. Illegal immigration, protecting your rights, school choice. Here we finally got something. He didn't even have a plan to get it going. According to the spokesperson for the Attorney General, the court is no longer stopping the program from moving forward because the injunction was based on the home rule argument. However, she notes that the Attorney General says it is necessary for some additional court proceedings to take place, although the Supreme Court's ruling is a major step forward. The initiative is now headed back to a lower court to face additional legal obstacles, including the claim that the program is a violation of the education equal protections provided through the state constitution. I'd be jumping up and down on this. If I were Governor Lee, I'd be trying to get support for it. And I would not be dragging my feet on it. Next story. Anybody could have seen this coming. Tennessee colleges see record decline in enrollment of high school graduates. According to a report released by the Tennessee Higher Education Commission, the percentages of high school graduates who are going to college is continually declining. It dropped from 61.8% in 2019 to 52.8% in 2021. That is a big drop in a short period of time. That's why it's hard to explain away. However, while the universities have seen a decline, technical schools are seeing a constant rise in enrollment in their programs. Do you know why? Because the education system, the four-year traditional bachelor's degree education system, is a broken piece of garbage. It's expensive. It takes too long. You graduate with massive amounts of debt. You get indoctrinated while your kids are there, and then they graduate with skills that do not translate to employment. It's just a bad deal. The only thing that is propping up these failing uh, state universities, just like what's propping up the failing uh, state schools, despite terrible academic promotion uh, or, or progress and scores, despite terrible job placement, is the fact that in many cases it's free and it's subsidized by your money. That's about the only thing propping these things up. If people had to shell out their own money for these schools and there weren't all kinds of grants and scholarships and this, that, and the other, and if there wasn't all this lottery money, these places would probably fold up like a wet paper box. Gordon Williams of Roan State Community College said, with the Tennessee promise and the grants we have, it's funny, I didn't even read this next one, most students can go to a four-year or two-year college virtually tuition-free. That's the only thing propping these guys up. Williams also says that students can leave the programs and move debt-free into good-paying jobs. The chief yeah, move right into good-paying jobs, maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes. The chief policy officer of the Higher Education Commission says that the pandemic is to blame for the drop in enrollment, while the professor in the Haslam College of Business at the University of Tennessee believes the shortages of workers in the state is also behind the drop in college enrollment. The, the pandemic is, to, is not to blame. The government's handling of the pandemic, the university's handling of the pandemic is to blame. Tell people, I'm going to charge you the same amount of money. I'm not going to give you in-person instruction. I'm going to mask you. I'm going to harass you. I'm going to tell you you've got to put things in your body and like people. And it, it's going to cost a bunch of money and time, and you're probably not going to get a good job. In a lot of these programs, there are a lot of things to blame here. Currently, there are more job seekers, said the professor. 
Local companies are recruiting directly from high school. However, another factor may be to blame with Tennessee parents that have become increasingly hesitant to send their children into the state's public universities and indoctrination centers. My word's not theirs. Since many of these institutions have become forums for activists to push concepts like critical race theory and social-emotional learning on students. Well, they might as well learn something. Next story. Governor to sign ethics reform into law despite call for veto. This is the same ethics legislation that the same transparency legislation, first story we covered, Tennessee lawmakers sending out campaign mailers, no transparency, spending more than the amount that's outlined here. I'm telling you, leadership matters. And I worry we don't have the type of leadership we need at the top in the Republican Party. We wouldn't have stuff like this. We wouldn't have these hypocritical conflictions. Governor Lee said, I think that transparency is a good idea. I think that whenever we have transparency into organizations that publicly lobby, that's a good thing. So I'm in favor of it. Couldn't get anything on taxpayer-funded lobbying. We need transparency for everything but your tax dollars. The governor said he supports the bill in spite of opposition from groups, conservative grassroots groups, that vehemently opposed the legislation, including ALEC Action, which urged him to veto the bill two weeks ago. While transparency is a virtue we should also always demand of our government, SB 1005 is a drastic overreach that in, in that effort, all the expenses of free speech in the state of Tennessee Basically, he's saying that, yeah, this is going to curb free speech in Tennessee, which is exactly what the legislation does. Adding that th though this bill is well-intentioned, it improperly blurs the lines between election transparency and non-political, non-profit activity. It does. One of these two gentlemen is lying. The bill's ambiguous language, and bloody, it is ambiguous. I have almost perfect reading comprehension. Like, I scored, like, almost a perfect score in reading comprehension on every standardized test I ever took. Very high. I can read it. I'm a slow reader, but I can tell you what I've read. The bill's ambiguous language could force traditional advocacy groups, nonprofit organizations, and religious institutions into the world of campaign finance regulation by requiring nonprofits to disclose individual entities or identity, identities, rather, of donors for containing educational activity Advocacy efforts creating a chilling effect on free speech, the group said, which is exactly what it does. That's the exact intent of it. The intent was to keep these conservative groups from telling you the kinds of things that we are telling you about the voting records of these individuals. Because what gets posted on social media in the cute little pictures and the memes is not what they go up to Nashville and vote on. But we only have one conservative news outlet in the entire state that is exclusively focused on Tennessee, and that is us. And without you, we couldn't get this news out, so thank you for your support. Americans for Prosperity in Tennessee argued that lawmakers are putting more restrictions on advocacy groups while continuing to benefit from tax-funded mailers up to a month before elections. We didn't like the legislature keeping a 30-day window for themselves, which is true, while making issue advocacy organizations adhere to a 60-day window without jumping through additional hoops. The 30-day window for lawmakers refers to the limitation of sending out taxpayer-funded mass mailings to the lawmakers' constituents. 
This is what we're dealing with, people. I kid you not. Write in the comment section. Tell me what you're thinking about these stories. Even if you read this thing, watch this thing later. Let me know what you think about it because I always go back and read the comments. I want to see if I'm you know, firing on all cylinders here. So get your tickets to the Tennessee Freedom Summit. I'm going to be looking for all of you. You know, we've got, I don't know, about 17, 18,000 subscribers on our list. I'm printing that whole list out, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna go back there and check it off. And if you don't show up to this thing, I'm going to have to come up to your house unannounced and just say, hey, what happened? Karen said, taxpayers paying for the campaign materials of these folks is wrong. We need new leadership, especially for governor. Can we as Tennesseans come together and make changes on our leadership that supports these things that people want, not what our leadership wants? Get involved in your primaries, dear. And if you can't, if you don't have somebody running in a primary, find out who's doing it in the state. If we could just replace a handful of these people that do one thing on social media, and when they go talk to little groups and in their their special interest funded campaign activities, and then go up to Nashville and do something else, go find some, help them, give them money. Look all across the state, even if somebody's not in your district. I'd give this advice to every person that's listening to this. Go knock on doors, phone banks, show up to their events, even if it's outside of your district. Give them some money. Because we've got to replace a lot of these rhinos. Nothing's going to change till we replace the rhinos, especially in the committees and the subcommittees that kill uh, legislation up in the General Assembly. We need it. We need at least one strong conservative in leadership somewhere in the state, either the House, the Senate, or the Governor's Mansion at some point and we're not going to get it in the governor's mansion likely anytime soon so the best we can hope for is the house and the senate we need somebody who's like desantis or abbott to actually do conservative things instead of just run that mouth about it which is what they tend to do they run the mouth and then they they shove that special interest money in their pocket she's very involved election worker problem is primary voter turnout well i just got to convince the ones that do turn out to vote the right way help them so, what's going on? Memorial Day weekend? Um, what am I doing? I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm doing an interview later today. Saturday, I am going to meet, I'm not going to say his name on here, uh, one of our big supporters that's here in Chattanooga, Tennessee for lunch and some other concerned people uh, who care about state government. That's going to be a fun time. Uh, try to work out. I'm going to try to get the kids to the pool. We're about to move into a new place, and I will no longer have the pool. And I'm going to be very sad about that. It will not be close. I'll have to find some, some other place to take the, the little ones to go swimming. Um, Sunday, I don't know if we have any activities. Or Monday. I'm not sure. No, I've got a graduation party Saturday. Saturday evening I've got to go to. One of my very best buddies, his kid's graduating. Sunday, we'll probably go to church. Maybe maybe go get some sun. I'm not sure. Let Tell me in the comment section what you're doing. I want to know what you're doing for the weekend on Memorial Day. Guys, I've enjoyed this. I hope you have. we got a new setup here. I think I kind of, sort of, maybe figured out the lighting situation here. I hope the audio sounds good. Leave in the comment section if you like the new setup. It's taken a little bit of uh, work. It's not. We don't have all the bugs worked out, uh, but we appreciate you. Guys, um, if we're going to turn this state around, if we're going to make it more conservative, it's going to require more people to know the things that you and I know. And so if you can help me in any way by sharing this in conservative groups, posting it on your personal feed, 
uh, forwarding it in emails or text messages to individuals that you know watch Fox News and Newsmax all day long, and they know every single stinking detail of what's going on up in Washington, but they know jack doodly squat about what's going on in Nashville. That's how we've lost our state. People don't pay attention to the state stuff where they can actually make a difference. Guys, go find me those people. Ask them to subscribe to our publication. Share this information. Brian says, knocking on doors uh, on the upcoming primary election this weekend. Well, Brian, good for you, buddy. Go knock on those doors. And we've got another one here. Oh, my goodness. Grishana Kalacha. I can't pronounce that at all. But how do you get beyond the good old boy network? They stop good people from being on the ballot for all sorts of reasons. And they're replacing machines to ones that are worse with no paper trail. How do you fight that? we got to elect the handful of people that we have that can, that can win against some of these people in the state house and in the Senate. we got to replace them. And then we got to just continue to shine more and more light on the shenanigans that go on at the Capitol, guys. That's how we win this. That's how we change our state. That's how we make it more conservative. We got to make them pay a price every time they take all that all that left-leaning special interest money, and boy, they love it. They're addicted to it. Every time they take that left-leaning special interest money, and they go vote in a way that's against what their constituents want, and nobody even knows about it because we are the only news outlet that covered the legislature like it was covered last year. Entire things that went on there, huge dramas about medical freedom, illegal immigration, uh, school choice, social media censorship, and many of these things never saw the light of day in another publication period. So I need your help. Ask people to subscribe. Post it out there. I'm going to keep doing my part. I just need you to kind of come along behind me and pat me on the bottom and give me a little bit of help. Okay? I need need some help. I need I need a I need a tailwind, not a headwind. So if you can uh, help me out that way or go into TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, I'm telling you, every dollar that goes in our publication, by golly, there's no waste. There's not some big, huge board. There's not a bunch of uh, a bloated admin staff. It's like a skeleton crew of very hard, dedicated uh, conservatives. I'm very fortunate to have the people that work for us that do. And I'm very fortunate to have you as a subscriber. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Hope you have a great, safe Memorial Day weekend. A safe and a free Memorial Day weekend. Y'all be good. Take care. I'll talk to you next week here at the 10 Con Big 7 Weekend Update. Bye-bye.